Welcome, football fans, to another episode of From the Hip. Today's podcast is on November 22nd, 2023, the day before Thanksgiving. And what a Thanksgiving we have planned for you. Joining me today is our normal From the Hip crew. And let me introduce them right away. Let me get you guys in here. Joining me today will be Corey Thompson. I'm Justin back. Yes. And Mo from One Mo Show. How you doing? Mm. Yeah. I'm back. Daddy is back. Right away, Mo is only with us for a very short time today. He's got some family over. It is Thanksgiving. He decided to get on because Corey wasn't here on Saturday. And Corey begged Mo, give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. And Mo wasn't here the Saturday or the Wednesday before. Yeah. He was so running. Basically, he, he begged to give him his first five minutes. So that's what we are, we intend on doing today. We're going to open the show with Corey. We're going to allow Corey to have his first, his Corey's moment. So I just wanted to get into a few things. We're going to go over these games, some of these games. But these are some things I needed to talk about. Number one, Washington, Justin. And Anthony, I do not want to hear another thing about the Redskins. When you let the Giants come in and beat you down 31 to 19, you let Danny DeVito, five foot two, Danny DeVito from Twins, the leftover crap from Arnold, beat you down. Mm -mm. The Washington Commanders, I don't want to hear it. Second, Dolphins, you should have beat the hell out of the Readers 13 to 20. You need to make a statement. You made a statement against the Broncos, who are a better team than the Raiders. That's a problem. Chargers. Oh, we'll get into you. Anthony already mentioned we're going to talk about the Chargers. Justin and Mo, Seahawks secondary where? Anthony, for you, this is a good note. Yeah. Dak played like poop. He did. He didn't get enough yards, but that's good because that means he'll go on a little bit of a streak and play better for the rest of the upcoming games. So this is what you needed from Dak, this bad game, so he can go on and be a be better. And now for Mo, Been running for two weeks straight now. I have not been How dare you? How dare you? Talk about my Ravens fans. Don't you ever talk about that beautiful city of Baltimore. Charm city. But for you, I went out and did something. I know you love purple. You love purple rain, purple drink. You love Barney. You love anything purple. So just for you, I went out and got some purple, baby. One thing, I don't even wear that much purple. Royalty, baby. We won, baby. We royal, baby. I went out and got the hat. I went out and did it just for you. Just for you, I went and got some purple, baby. You see the purple gleaming? You see the new fitted right here? Well, not a fitted, the stat back trucker hat. Baltimore Ravens established in 96 right here. Let's go. Purple. Don't you ever talk bad about the city of Baltimore again. Charm City, stand up. Let's go. I'll try now to you. Need a bigger size. Mm. You know what I heard? All right. I know what I heard, right? 
That's what I, I don't care what you heard because we beat the Bengals. We swept them. <laughs> and we're hey, Mo, day. thank you for joining us. I know you came on just – you bared with him just for that moment. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. But that's all right. Saturday, uh, you're going to be able to see you can get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your right arm looks a lot bigger than your left arm. In Corey, yes, because I broke my arm. In Corey, your mind come Saturday. All right, you guys. I'll see you. Enjoy your family, Mo. <laughs> oh, he going to get you. I don't care. That's what I heard when you spoke. All I heard was. Well, everything I said was true, though, about every team. So, let's go. All right, gentlemen. Let's get really into some of these real games. Um, I wanted to start out talking about Pittsburgh at Cleveland. This was a huge game because these are two teams that are in the wild card hunt. And in the wild card hunt, what mattered here was we were watching this game, and Pittsburgh's been winning. And nobody knows how the hell they're winning, <laughs> right? But we got them a chance to see two very good defense because, you know, talk what you will about Pittsburgh. Their defense is rated number seven in the entire league. And that's what it Obviously, is. Obviously, they have a defense. No, no, no. They have Mike Tomlin and they have T.J. Watt. They have some of the best linebackers. They got a good front seven, period. Minka back there. That's what's been saving them. Offensively, they're trash, but that defense is phenomenal. I'll give it to Mike Tomlin. He's a coach. He's a defensive-minded coach. That's what he was brought in on. That's what he is. He was under Bill, Bill Cower. He's he's one of those coaches. He's one of those few coaches that remain in the NFL that are from the old school, where it was run, run, and defense, pound, 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 get to the quarterback. He had stars before with like guys like Troy Palomalu, so he knows what he's doing back there. Well, with that said, obviously, um, for us to talk about it with this particular team, they fired their offensive coordinator. And, and the reason why I say this particular team they don't do anything rash. They do nothing off the cuff. For them to let a coach go this late in the season meant it needed to be done. Justin, talk to me about the firing of the offensive coordinator. I mean, I would I would have fired him too because you could blame the players as much as you want, but I look at it as the team had no yards going into half. Pittsburgh had like 46 yards total going into half. And they had they held the ball like five, six times already. They couldn't move the ball at all on the Cleveland defense. So there was a problem there. You could blame the players all you want, but if you can't even call a couple plays to get you at least, you know what I'm saying, 100 scrimmage yards, you got a problem, bro. You've done a whole, a whole, a whole half trying, just trying to move the ball. You've been going three and out the entire time. Right, that's a problem, so. I don't see I don't see the problem with them firing the offensive coordinator. But now that you did that, you made a statement doing that. Show me something now. Guys, I'm over the ball now. What are they gonna do now, Corey? Well, I think it was what just off of what Justin said. They're not I don't think they have the right offensive line that they need over there. They probably drafted a lot of guys to uh to to pass block, not run block, because 
obviously they weren't getting the run going, but now I guess they figured something out. And this Warren kid, he's got he had 129 yards with a touchdown. Um, but I still do think you need a couple of better offensive linemen. Pickett still not the move. So I've, I feel with the firing of this offensive coordinator, now you got to prove as this being Kenny Pickett, he's got to prove that hey. I'm a real quarterback. I can get the job done, and I don't. I don't see it happening, man. I really don't. Stop right there, Corey. Stop right there. And the reason why I, I want to stop is I want to talk about. I want to talk about that quarterback a little bit more. I want to deep. I want to go a little deeper there. I've always said, when you're evaluating a quarterback, take that first season, rookie season, crumble it up, get rid of it. Let's not even talk about it. Okay. I don't talk about Jalen Hurts. In his rookie season, I don't talk about Mahomes in his rookie season. Three years from now, I'm not going to talk about CJ Stroud in his rookie season, even though it's a phenomenal rookie season. I'm still going to throw it away because you learn too much in your rookie season to really talk about things. It's from year two and beyond where you can really evaluate a young quarterback. Um, it's part of the reason I have a problem with Herbert. Okay. Um, but you know, cause when you stack them and, and compare them to a guy like Joe Burrow, second year, third year, guys like Lamar, second year, third year, when you, um, those quality quarterbacks, that's where these guys fall. And I don't want to compare rookie seasons. Okay. I'm not going to even talk about Young's rookie season, which is horrible. Young could have this horrible rookie season three years from now could be leading them to a Super Bowl. There's, it all depends. Um, so with that said, <laughs> dog decided to come say hello. With that said, okay, when I want to talk about Mr. Pickens right here, he, what year is he in now, Justin? Uh, his second or third? Pickens is the second year. I believe he's but now, can we count this second year being the fact that his second year is under this offensive coordinator? The same offensive coordinator as last year. My point. So if we you take kind of do got to count it, and we want to look at his second year, but this second year is under this offensive coordinator. Can we evaluate him? But is the so it was the is the question was this offense as bad as it is now last year or was it the same it wasn't that good it wasn't that good but was it this bad it's a question was it somebody else starting last year before he got the start no it was it was uh to it, it was trubisky and then uh yeah and then he, he got the role. start yeah he so, lost the role. Trubisky went down week one yeah so there was somebody else there and then he got the start whatever whatever the case is um, <clears throat> but he stepped into the role where he didn't do bad. That's why he kept the role. That was yeah. the whole thing that he stepped in. He did something, and that's why he kept the role. And they drafted him to be the future anyway, so they just figured to put place him in right away. Yeah. And you see how that worked out. Mm. He knows. He knows the system. He's been in the system two years. He's been under Mike Tomlin for two years, but. You can't, you can't say right. I get what you, I get what my, what Anthony's saying is that can you count it because you find an offensive corner where he the problem the whole time, 
But this offense wasn't as bad as it is this uh, last year. That is this year. That's true. So something changed between the, in the in the off season or moving into this new year that this offense is completely in shambles. So maybe with the firing. And well, should, you, you lose players. A decent team around them. Yeah, it's not a bad yeah. team. You have, two, you have two decent receivers. Your tight end is considered a top tier tight end because he's big enough. He goes the ball. He's not scared to get hit. You Has he a, not been uh, injured, Pat Fryer? Move? No, he's been out. He's been out. Yeah, but a tight end should not consider your whole offense to accumulate only forty six yards going into the half. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not. That's not okay. That's, that's you know what I'm saying? True. You have that's a big body. You have a big body running back who was your number one. You moved him to number two, realizing because he wasn't doing nothing. You got Warner, who's a workhorse. You know what I'm saying who will fight for them two yards, three yards, and then you have a quarterback who just looks scared out there, man. It's just it's it's a it's a bad offense all around. But yeah, they're making it work, like you say. But it's only going to work against certain teams. This Cleveland team, this Cleveland team was not playing with none of that. Team, I will this say. Team, this, Go ahead. No, nah, this this like I said last week, this front seven, because it ain't no front, it's no, it's no, it's no front four. Miles Garrett, like three people alone, and he's gonna come every <laughs> single time, bro. Every time. Like, he he did have two sacks. Game. He did have two sacks. Yeah, he's not he's not gonna play with he's not gonna play with none of these quarterbacks, these offensive lines, none of that. So it's just, it was just a battle. It's a bad team to evaluate your quarterback again. Let me just say that. That's another thing. I'll say this. Kenny Pickett seems to have this Tim Tebow effect. And what I mean by this Tim Tebow effect is that when it comes to fourth quarter, he seems to come alive somehow. And we saw it when he played Baltimore. He came alive in that fourth quarter. We've seen it a couple of times. No, but it, what I mean by come alive is he starts to make throws. They get the big plays. And it happens in the fourth. Now, in his defense, they did go against the number one defense in that Cleveland Browns. Team. Yeah, and it's also and, a divisional game that they know each other very well. They know each other very well. And you're talking about, just to mention the man, Miles Garrett. Yeah. So there is a lot of pressure on him. They did lose. So I kind of expected that because that Cleveland defense is no joke at all. They are legit. No, they are very, they, very legit. So to give him all that trouble and for them to give up a hundred something rushing yards was was well like, no you had wow. a factor in that that hundred and twenty six rushing yards with that TD that Warner had that was one big run that was one seventy five yard run that he seen the hole and he took off so you True. take that away like how like how Anthony said the other day with I think you saw my Henry with the same thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you take away that run, what does he have? He has about fifty rushing yards the whole game. And yeah. they've been they, on what? It's probably 26 carries? Come on, man. Let, let, let's sit here and let's sit here and really break this down because you I know Warner Warner's numbers look good for the whole game, but I watched the game, bro. That's one big run. You take away that one big run, and what you got? Scraps. So it's not I'm not gonna see him be like, oh, they allowed oh Cleveland allowed 126 rushing yards. Man, the players took a break and they paid for. That's why I <laughs> took a break and paid for it. That's why you said so. You said Miles Garrett was like, I'm gonna take this playoff. Yeah, Miles Garrett was on the sideline get some water, and he broke for first first part two. Yeah. And, you know, 
And then he was like, oh, no, we're not doing this. Okay, I, I get you. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what happened. You took a, you took a playoff. They, they they benefit off that play. That's why this game was that close. But this game should this game should have been 13-0, man. Yeah. I wish Cleveland had some question. I'm looking at their schedule this year and what they did. And what they did this year in games that they won, uh, which I still don't know how the hell they won any of these games. But they beat Cleveland in week two. That's yes, the game Chubb went out. Yes. And that's the so. game that Miles Garrett was there. So, I mean, they beat Cleveland. Um, they beat Vegas. Uh, they beat Baltimore. Mm. Baltimore is one of my is one of my actual picks for the Super Bowl this year. Um Los Angeles, the Rams. Uh, they lost to Jacksonville. They beat Tennessee. They beat Green Bay. Now, mind you, they're not blowing anybody out. No. They're winning by less than a touchdown in every single one of these games. They're by three, four, or five points tops. Like I said, but, it seems like he win comes is a win. alive. You beat a team by 30 or beat a team by two, you still won. It seems like he comes alive in that fourth quarter. Like that's when he decides to okay, I'm not going to make any mistakes. I'm going to make the right reads. I'm going to make the good passes. I'm going the the line's going to block and open up for the run. It just seems like in the fourth quarter in these tight games, they find a way to just equalize and Kenny Pickett just Plays perfect is what I've been right. saying. That's My last question saying. before we move on is I said that they were my my pick to fall out of the wild card. With that said, here we go with the, the conference standings right now. They are holding firm at number seven. Cleveland at number five. Mm. Baltimore has a number one. Um, the Bengals are the one that have fallen out, which makes a lot of sense with them not having Burrow for the rest of the season. They're they're fast. They're my new pick for the one that fell out, and they already. That's something I'd like to talk about too, though. Okay, but hold on, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. So right now, with them holding at seven and Buffalo right on their heels. Can Buffalo take back that number seven? Because number seven, for those who don't know, number seven's the cutoff. Seven teams are in are in the playoffs. Number eight stays home, and you might as well be number 16. Okay. Can Buffalo take that top spot? Because I don't see Houston falling. They got a very easy schedule ahead of them. Um, Pittsburgh doesn't. Let me... Let me read you who they have left to play. Pittsburgh is playing the uh, the Bengals this week without Joe Burrow. They go and play the Cardinals. That's at home. They play the Patriots at home. Then they go and play the Colts. They play the Bengals again at home. They got to go up to Seattle, and they got to go to Baltimore on that last week. Out of those, I see three, four losses. Let's say this. Different. Depending on where Baltimore falls, we may sit our starters. 
And if it depends on us winning, but that depends on us where we fall and if it means we win the AFC North, the Baltimore may sit as starters. So that last game is a toss-up. Um, I see the Colts giving them fits. I really do. The Colts can win that game. The Colts are a good offensive structure team, good enough to win that game. Seahawks depends on Geno. That Seahawks game 100% depends on Geno Smith. If he plays and if Justin's favorite secondary finally shows up, Seahawks can win that game. All right, I think you're saying something in the Colts have anything. At I think all. the Colts give, I said can give them fits. That's what they I said. They no can give them fits. But the Pittsburgh Steelers have no quarterback. You're not telling me no, that's Pittsburgh. what we just talked about. This right. guy is not a no quarterback. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fits. That's what I'm saying. Now here's my one thing. And we've seen this time and time again. We seen it last year with Brock Purdy where some backup quarterback steps in and plays good. Now, the Bengals. We haven't seen this kid play yet, whatever the case is, whoever their backup is. We haven't seen him play. He's trash. Like that. We saw him play against Baltimore. He got thrown into the game. Mm-hmm. My thing is, he's got weapons. Bruh. He, bro, first of all, well, hold on. I'm not saying they're they're I'm not saying they're not done. What I'm saying is you've got weapons. You've got two guys who are typically number one receivers. You got Tyler Boyd and you got Mixon. You're putting a kid around a team with weapons. So maybe he can find ways to make this happen. Look what happened with Purdy. Purdy got into a situation with the 49ers, and we all thought their season was over. Because you had Lance go down, Jimmy G go down, and here's Purdy. Everyone's like, oh, forget it. You're an optimist. And he stepped up. I'm not being an optimist. I'm saying we've You're seen this. We've Justin seen this scenario. About, about um, where do you see Pittsburgh landing at the end of the season? And tell them that there's no fucking way in hell that the Colts beat them without a quarterback. No, I never I said I, they beat them. I said they give them fits. I think I think we're ignoring one team that I think has been on a momentum drug high right now, going crazy, and that's that's Denver, man. I got yeah, that's sleeping on Denver, bro. I see Denver taking that seven spot. Matter of fact, you get two because that was on point. You yeah, I, I see Denver taking that. We're not even talking about Denver. We're talking about no, the but Steelers. we talking about we talking about you, you no, know, y'all shifted, y'all shifted, yeah, y'all shifted the topic. The season right like, now. The original the question was right, the Steelers winning and maybe making that seven spot, and you were saying they're gonna win so many but, games. But he, he, the original question, he he, saying, the original question he asked: Can the Steelers, can Buffalo take that seven spot? And I said. Yeah, sleeping on Denver. Denver yeah. is my favorite it's to take that five and five. Who's right behind half a game behind right there? Behind and Buffalo. they they have an easier schedule because if you pull up Denver's schedule, they have I see Denver's schedule being easier than what the on the hot on the momentum high that they on to go to shoot past Buffalo, yeah. shoot past Let's Pittsburgh, look. and got the Browns next, which is they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose that game Watson, without Watson. Um, they've got the Texans. That one may be a little difficult. 
Um, they've got the Chargers, the Lions. They lose that game. The Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders. Well, you you can't say they lose that game against uh, the Lions because I've I've taken the under. I've taken a, a t- any team against Denver the last five games, and they just keep shutting me up. So so I'm the way I say it is that we don't know what what Russell Wilson is going. Russell Wilson been playing amazing. Sean Payton, I told y'all he put a bull in their ass. And he's just he's he's pushing his team. I see them; they they potentially could take that seventh spot. That's how I look at it. I look at it like that because those last three games, those is toss up. He could win the; they could win those games. The, the Detroit game, they should lose that game, but you never know. They were supposed to lose. They were supposed to lose the Buffalo two weeks ago, uh, two Mondays ago. They were supposed to lose the Buffalo that day. They won. That's how I look at it. I'm not going to sit here and, and and say they should lose when I don't know because I can't say that now. The momentum is a hell of a drug. And they right now, they only win a five game. Going crazy right now over there. So I know they're going to come up They're going to come up short this week because they are playing the number one defense in, in the league right now, going against Miles Garrett and everything like that. But let's see how he moves. What if he wins this game? Then you really got to consider how the rest of the schedule is going to look. So we're going to find out after this after this week. If I, if Denver is my favorite to take that, but as of right now, yeah, they are over Buffalo and everything. And I, you know, I'm a Josh Allen fan. I am. So. Yeah, true that. All right, um, on to the Chargers Green Bay game. Justin, the only reason I want to talk about this game isn't so much because Green Bay won this game 23. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even discussing um about the fact that some people were talking about. Love and thinking that he's all that great and had a great game about it. I'm talking about the sheer implosion of the Los Angeles Chargers and what is going on over there. You know, you mentioned this week you wanted to, uh, when you were talking about your sit starts, you said to start Austin Eckler. And do you do you remember what my comment was? <laughs> you said that we start him every week and he never does nothing. Yeah. Somebody starts him every week and every week he's trash. And at some point, we're going to have to get to a point where we actually can say enough with trying to make them better than what they really are. Okay? I think this team is trash. They have absolutely no defense whatsoever. None. They're built up straight up of offense. And when the offense doesn't click perfectly and they don't play like uh, the Miami Dolphins, they're going to lose. And they're going to lose bad. Do they have weapons? Sure. Do the weapons fall short? Yes, every week. Every time. They're, they have a, they have a quarterback that they're paying $262 million to, and he doesn't show that he's worth that money. So when they explode this team, the one thing that they should change, they can't because they paid them too much money. So that means all the rest of those tools, those are the ones that they trade away. Justin, tell me something different about this team. Nah, anything different. You you hit it right on the head. It, I don't see it being this this whole team is is a disappointment because on paper this team looks amazing. If you look at it on paper, you got Joey Bosa on that line, Darwin James. You got uh, Khalil Mack on that team. You got you got some hitters on that team. But then you look at the offensive side of the ball. You got Keenan Allen, uh, J- Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. 
You got Everett over there being a tight end, being a, a, a solid tight end, big tight end. But the only thing I see is that it got to be a Herbert problem because I normally blame. <laughs> I blame uh, how you say? It? You can't really blame receivers in this league, and you know it's a lot of people blame receivers unless because when they touch the ball, you should catch the ball. But they're not even giving an opportunity, and I say. Yeah. And you on Sunday they had a couple opportunities. You know, there was one that Keenan Allen yeah. scored that touchdown and hit him right in the numbers, right in between the one and the three. Bounced out. He should have scored that touchdown. Yeah. End of the game. I, you know. It's yeah, I see that. It's just this whole team, like you said, is about to be imploding. And the only way I see is that like you said, you said you hit it perfectly. They should change the quarterback, but you paying him so much money, you so invested in him. That you just gotta find pieces that's gonna work with him. I get Mike losing Mike Williams in the beginning of the season was tough, but y'all lost him the same time last year, and y'all wasn't this bad. No, you so, lost Keenan Allen. Oh yeah, you lost Keenan Allen last year, so, and y'all wasn't this bad. And Keenan exactly. Allen is a twenty times better receiver than Mike Williams. I get it. Yeah, he's the number one, so they gonna double him, and case may be, but Joshua Palmer's not bad. Uh. I think uh, what's the other one? Thornton. Thornton's over there. I don't know the third receiver's name. Number one, the one who made that big drop. Palmer, wasn't it? No, um, it's Palmer. Palmer, and then someone else. Uh, it starts with a T. I think Tyquan Thornton. If I if I'm I might be wrong, but uh, he's another one, man. He he's a rookie. He's coming. He's fast, but he just got his hands developing. He got hit. The, he got hit the, uh, the practice field some more. So you got you got you got receivers on this team. You don't have bad receivers. I think it's definitely a quarterback issue. They're not catching the ball. And then and then the, they they went away from how they used to run it. See, they used to overuse Austin Eckler a lot. They used to run the ball, throw a check down, throw a screen pass. But right now, I think he's trying to move the ball too far down the field, and he's losing downs trying to do that. Take your time. Go in the field, man. You don't have to. If you, the game is zero zero, what you trying to go ninety nine yards in the first play for? But yeah, I don't know, man. That whole team. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that team. They need to figure something out because they should. They should have smashed Green Bay. They should have smashed Green Bay. But you make good bad teams make bad teams look good. So I don't know. This yeah. is this was a this was a terrible game, and this, I don't even I didn't even expect this to be this high of a scoring game. I got you. All right. So let's get into the next game, Philadelphia KC. Game of the week. Um, I was shocked. I honestly was shocked that Philadelphia was able to pull this game out. I wasn't. You weren't? Tell me why. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Philly, man. They're a good team. They really are. They yes, want they redemption. This was a redemption game, Super Bowl. They lost. Mm -hmm. They want to make a statement. They want to come out and show, tell everybody, show everybody, show Kansas City, like, yo, we can't beat you. Okay. And there we go again. All right, folks. Sorry for the, the extra choppy feed here. We've had some uh, technical difficulties with Corey, but Corey's back on right now. Corey, you were saying that uh, 
the Eagles are. I wasn't surprised. Yeah, and, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. The, I mean, Hurts hasn't had the best season. So regardless of that, the Eagles still been finding ways to win. Um, and when you keep Mahomes under 200 yards like they did, you should be able to win that game. Even though their defense played phenomenal, that uh, Kansas City defense, they played a great game. You should still be able to win that game. And they did. They they ran the ball. Both teams ran the ball. But um, they kept Mahomes on the sideline, which is the key to the recipe to beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep Patrick Mahomes on that sideline. That's all they had to do. You, Justin, what did, what did you see? Philly supposed to lose this game, and I'll tell you why. If Valdez Scanley didn't drop that goddamn ball, <laughs> bro, this game, we talk about this game in a whole different way, but to Corey's point, they did run the ball completely. Both teams only had one possession, and the first quarter was gone. That's 15 minutes of straight running the ball. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's the two teams that know each other, and they know you want to get into the shootout, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work out for you. Jalen Hurts made mistakes. Matthew Mahomes made mistakes. The defense played amazing. Kansas City held big A.J. Brown's only one catch for eight, what, eight yards, 18 yards. He held him down. They had to rely on Devontae Smith, and he showed up to the when needed. The number was called, and he showed up. Got every every ball. He, he had like six receptions, almost 120, I believe he did, and a TD, I think. It's, this man came to work when his boy was locked up over there. So Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts played a decent game, still do some interceptions, nothing changed throughout the year. <clears throat> Philly defense played Philly defense. But if if that ball wasn't dropped, this is a whole different game. And that's been the problem with KC this whole year. Whenever they get into these little close games, it's always one big drop that causes them to the game. Because Mahomes doing his job. He hit him right in the numbers. He hit him perfect. Back, back shoulder, overhead. All you had to do is catch and put it to your chest and walk into the end zone because you was wide open. I'm glad you said that. That falls on the receiver, man. Let me follow up with that. You know when this game was lost? This game was lost back in October, trade deadline, Halloween. That's when this game was lost, okay? Because they did not shore up this team for the Super Bowl win when they should have by picking up a wide receiver. What wide receiver could they have picked up? Renfro. They could have uh, made a play for... They could have made a play for my boy Adams, who will be playing for the Jets next year. They could have done something. They had to do something. I'm too much wait, money. Huh? I don't know when to. They got the space. They got the space, but they got a lot of rookies on this team. This team, actually, this team is on a lot of rookie deals. My point is that they needed to pick up somebody. They it's needed to go after a wide receiver. Somebody in this league that they needed to grab up and lock them up for this year to push them over the top. Run a play. And, and, and what they do, they go get they all the their, their old receiver from the Jets. They go get McCall Harmon, who's getting not even three targets a game. What you what you going to go get them for? Is that too many of these teams are failing to realize when you're there? See, like Marcellus likes to attack the Rams from a few seasons ago when they rented themselves the Super Bowl. 
because they mortgaged the future for this Super Bowl. But they won their Super Bowl, though. Mm. Ask any Rams fan, would they go back and say, no, nah, I'd rather be um, a perennial team that went to the NFC Championship but failed for three seasons in a row rather than win one Super Bowl and then suck the next year? They'd rather win the one Super Bowl. Because once you win it, that's yours, man, forever. As a Jet fan growing up, I want the Jets. They have, they have never seen the Jets win. You know, I would rather them go out and do whatever they had to do. That, that's also my problem with the Cowboys. I feel the Cowboys should have went after a running back. They didn't go after a running back. That's going to bite them in the ass. Well, this bit KC in the ass by not having a wide receiver because – Quite simply, just like you said, Corey, the Eagles do whatever they have to do just to win the game. That's all they're concerned about. They're not concerned about stats. They're not looking to get anybody into the Pro Bowl. They're literally looking to win a game. So when we double team and when we triple team Kelsey and shut him down, we have a really quiet game. And that's what happened right. because most of that game – Travis Kelsey was tripled. So they lost that game on Halloween. That's how I view it anyway. Um, from there, let me get into this other game. Arizona against Houston. I only brought this game up because I want to talk about C.J. Stroud. Yes, sir. Justin, C.J. Stroud threw three picks. You mad at him? No. I ain't mad at him. Listen. You ain't going to play perfect every week, man. You know what I'm saying? They got film on you. This will be week 12. It took them this long to throw three picks. It took them this long. A couple of those picks by, um, were, were sheer accidents, though. Yeah. But this is, this is you know, they asked him, too. That's just crazy. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. They asked CJ Shaw, how would this affect him going field forward? And he says, Stephen Curry goes out there and shoots 30, 30 shots. He might make 15, but he's going to come out of the half and shoot another 30. Mm -hmm. He's going to keep going. He's not going to stop. This is not something that – this is not something that you you hang your head low on. You you still played a great game. You still got the W. Just clean it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Work, go back to work. Hit the lab again. Work. It is what it is. Bro, you're not going to – I've seen quarterbacks throw five picks in a game. I've seen quarterbacks throw six picks in a game. Move on. It's not that serious. You still won. Play Arizona. Let them get the let them get the three picks. Let them get the stat line. <laughs> Who cares? You know what I'm it's not like you playing the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? You're not playing the Chiefs where you still won you threw three picks or you bet you lost because you threw three picks. You still won. You played Arizona. I could have went out there and do five picks and I still want to win the game. Don't matter. Hey. Mr. Corey. My uh, thing on it. Hold on, oh, go ahead. A, a specific question here. Uh -huh. Okay, specific question. Houston, mm -hmm. right? Bring this up for everybody can see this. Houston right now is six and four, and they're in the sixth spot for the playoffs this year, right, right now. Um, I want to make sure you can see that's the reason I blew it up a little bit. I can see it. So they're in the sixth spot. 
do you see them falling out of the wild card or do they hold this for the rest of the season? I think they're going to hold it for the rest of the season. I think they already had their, uh, their hiccup where Stroud wasn't playing as good, you know, cause he went off, he was setting his rookie records and they had that dip. So I think they finally got together. They finally got a running game. Devin Singletary showed up. What is this? Two weeks in a row. No, I picked so, him up. Yeah, yeah so they that. got a running game, and their, their their defense has tightened up just a bit. I won't say a lot, but just a bit, just enough so far to help them out, to help them win these closer games and so forth. My problem is if you have Devin Singletary having such a great game, why not keep giving him the ball? Why are you putting C.J. Stroud in these situations to throw so much to end up getting these picks? Yes, he, he plays phenomenal. He had, what, 300 and I think he had like 333 or something like that. I don't have my notes. Um, you know, Tank Dell had a touchdown. I know he had over 100 yards. But uh, I think the offense coordinator really put him out there a little bit too too much because I think he threw – he had to throw at least 30, 40 times or attempted to. Um, I can answer that's my thing with that. Want. I'm just saying that's my thing with that. Like why put him out there? To, I do have an answer for to, you. I have a direct yeah. answer for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, even though I am hyped on Singletary or Singleton or Singletary, Singletary, yeah. Um, I'm hyped on him because I picked him up in my fantasy league, right? Uh, this is not his first time around, he's not some rookie, okay? He started with Buffalo he's from Bills. Buffalo, he started with Buffalo Bills. I have his rookie football card, okay? Graded gentleman, <laughs> all right. I thought he was going to be somebody. He turned out not to be that spectacular of a player. Um, so here's the thing. We already know who he is. We know who he is. We know what he's going to give us. So I'm not going to – if I'm the offensive coordinator, if I'm the coach of this team, I'm going to change the way this team plays to go behind a player who couldn't do it with Buffalo when he had fresh young legs. So I – I value what he's going to give me. I'm excited for the, the little spurts that he's going to give me. If he can give me a 100-yard game here and there, if he can give me a 75-yard game, if he can give me those few yards that I need to get that first down, I'm excited. Thank you. But I'm not going to change who this team is. And this team is Stroud first. This team is pass first. This team is built off of Tank Dell and Stroud. That's the future of this team. The future of this team has to rely on the arm of CJ. So therefore, it's gonna the offense is gonna roll straight through CJ. And where I can, I'm gonna sneak these little yards here and there, and I'm gonna give them some watt of a running game so I can make sure that those safeties can't cheat. I can make sure that the linebackers can't cheat and start falling back. Keep them in here. Keep them in here. Keep them in the box. Okay, let's keep this fair, guys. Don't be cheating, sending everybody go back because yes, I have sir. no running game. I'm going to run here and there. I'm going to do a play action once in a while to keep them linebackers here. Okay, so and you know that's the double coverage, triple coverage. That's the illusion that they're going to create. That's why Devil Singletary, for the first time in his career, had back-to-back games with 100 yards. The yeah. first time in his career he's done that. Why? Because teams are cheating against the Houston Texans. They know CJ throwing the ball 50 times a game. 
But now you establish, yeah, you don't respect the run game. Off. Well, you're gonna respect the run game if he's running 150 yards on you every game. Now, go ahead, keep 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 staying back because when he hits that second level, it's easy to make a linebacker miss. These linebackers are flat footed. All these guys, he's not. There's only a couple couple linebackers in there that gonna make a tackle on open field. Yeah, Ray Lewis a lot of these, already. So a lot of these linebackers, a lot of these linebackers <laughs> is flat footed. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of us will get around some of these linebackers. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the only reason why these linebackers is they're filling gaps. You get them in open field, you ain't gonna move. Bye, smile at you. Peace on Tyreek Hill style. That's how it's gonna look. But now that they're creating that illusion of a run game, because this is an illusion. I don't think the run game is real serious yet. It's an illusion. You create the illusion. Now you bring them back in. So which means it also get the weight of CJ's of CJ's back. So on first down, you run the ball. Second down, you have them guessing. Because you know, depending on how that first down went, you have them guessing. If you got if you second and three, they're gonna assume you will run it again, right? Well, you know, CJ don't mind throwing it. Hit you play action over the top. It, it, this is what I'm saying that it's you create the illusion that you have when you when you when you only have one set of a play style. Teams cheat, and that's how you you lose. See, CJ's been amazing at finding the open receivers, finding the open routes, and leading his receivers into the end zone. He's done amazing at that. But you only can do that so long before they start figuring that shit out. So create the illusion, which means nobody can cheat. Which you play, you play your style, and that's how. And that's why I I love what Houston's doing right now. And they're gonna they they and if they keep going the way they're going, they will win a playoff. Yeah, love it, love it. So, guys, obviously it's the day before Thanksgiving. So we got to start talking about these Thanksgiving games because we've got a great lineup tomorrow. Oh, three great. Uh, I'm not happy about it. eat turkey tomorrow? Who's got time to eat turkey? I'm not worried about Because in years ago, the Lions were trash, right? That was the, you know, that was the game you didn't really care about, but you watched it because it was on. Dude, Lions ain't trash no more. Nope. Lions are fantastic. Okay, Green Bay is gonna get smoked. <laughs> it's gonna For real. Smoked. Okay, badly in Detroit. Corey, tell them how bad they're gonna get smoked, man. This <laughs> every time we use this statement, it doesn't turn out that I way. Know. I know. say murder on television. It, you know, so I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say murder on live television, but. Uh, Detroit is going to put a whooping on Green Bay. Um, Green Bay just isn't the same. Aaron Rodgers left and they just aren't the same. Even though Jordan Love played well against the Chargers, he outdueled Herbert. I was going to say that he played well last week. But that's it. Like I said earlier in this season, this guy you can't throw 50 times and only hit 20 times out of the 50. The kid's not, he's not the future of this franchise, this historic franchise. So we're going to see Montgomery tear him up. Gibbs is going to tear him up. Golf's going to tear him up. Brown's going to tear him up. And Love is going to be running left and right. Like he doesn't know which way to go when Ada Hutchinson's chasing him down. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, look. Honestly, Detroit's going to win. I don't think it's going to be a murder, though. I think because of the level of the stage, and everything going on in the history of this game, I think the guys will come up, especially coming off a win, a strong, a good win on that. I look at it as, and, and I'm going to get to Hutchins in a minute. I see Detroit going to win, but I say it's going to be a lot closer than we believe. 
because Jordan, Jordan Love just coming off a great performance he just had. The, the team is coming off a win. You Now you're playing on Thanksgiving. This is a certain stage. You know the whole world watching you. I think they're going to come out and perform. Now, Aiden Hutchinson, on the other hand, Aiden Hutchinson did have that, that saving game safety at the end of the game last week. But Quiet team right before him, by the way. Quiet, quiet month right before that. Quiet month. This man hasn't had a tackle in the backfield in over the last five games. They were saying it. And as soon as they said it, you know, the commentators are uh, jinxed. As soon as he said it, he go get that safety. But before that, he had quite five games. Yeah. So Aiden Hutchinson. Because they double him because he's so Yeah, and, and because you, 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 uh, you, you target that guy. You double that guy because you know he's the best. Aaron Donald deal with every single game. Miles Garrett deal with it. The triple teams. They be having fullbacks, tight ends. Backup running back, quarterback, trying to block, trying to block Miles It don't work. But I'm just saying is that this game was going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Because I would take Detroit. If I had to put my money on, I'm taking Detroit. But I think this game is going to be a lot closer. The Lions are favored by 10 and a half. You think they got that? You're looking at the Lions are, the Lions are like, I think, the number two or three offense. And I think they were like the number, I want to say like number five or something defense. I had a whole bunch of notes. So you can't discredit them. The Green Bay Packers, their offense is middle of pack. Their defense is not that great. I think their defense is the bottom tier. Uh, yeah, man, you're going to – Detroit's going to eat them up. Detroit's going to eat them up. Yeah, but you shouldn't answer. They favored by ten and a half. Do you think that they they still have that? So, well, you know what? Oh yeah, you did answer my question because you said they're gonna smoke them. So obviously, you think there's gonna be more than ten and a half. I think they're gonna win by at least fourteen. Justin, do you think that they actually will cover that spread? Yeah, I think they would actually because ten ten is realistic because I believe you know I'm a big fan of Montgomery. And Jerry Goff will move the ball on his, his Green Bay defense. Uh, Green Bay defense. So yeah, I do, ten and a half is realistic. Is realistic. I don't even think Aaron Jones is playing. I'm not. He's doubtful. He's been quiet. He's been, he's, I he's hasn't even been relevant this whole season. So he's, he's, I know. He's I sat him. I actually put Spears in ahead of Jones. That's how terrible he's been lately. So I'm just saying. Um, Next game after that game was game that I'll be watching. Washington at Dallas. Um, here's the thing. I don't care what y'all say. Ain't no way Dak loses this game. Not to Washington. Not at home. Not on Thanksgiving. Talk all the stuff y'all want. Since everybody loves to attack Dallas more than anybody else. Go right ahead. When Dallas keeps on winning these games, keep on attacking. Justin, do you see an option where the score will not be in the favor of Dallas? No. I think Dallas going to go in there and buy. I think they're about to make an example out of commanders. And it, it, the reason why is because it's a divisional game. Right? It's a divisional game you're playing. And Dallas is on such that high right now where they're about to go in on Thanksgiving because they won last year. You see how they was acting after the game last year when they won. 
they about to they about to put it on commanders, bro. Sam Howell is a great quarterback, and I like him. I like him a lot, even though he's hit every damn play. But he finna get hit some more. He finna meet him and Mika finna argue. I already know it. Finna argue for me. You hit me too hard. I already know. It. I already know it. That's what's gonna happen. So it's gonna be bad, man. Dallas is gonna come out with this victory. It's gonna be a strong victory, a much needed victory, and move, move on to the next, man. They just finna knock down this domino. This is domino, right? All right. Hey, Justin, tell me how Washington beats Dallas this week. He uh. How they beat them this week? If they was if they was going to beat them, you gotta out, you gotta you gotta you gotta throw the ball, man. Like you, the run game is good. Brian Robinson's good. You know what? I said that wrong. Hold on, let me say it again. Yeah. Corey, was that, I was about to say, was that a real question? No, no. I wanted you to tell me how you think that Washington is going to beat Dallas. They don't. Sam Howell threw three picks last week. They traded away Jamar Chase, Montez Sweat. You are not winning. You lost to Danny DeVito. You don't win this. Do not give me this question. You do not win this game. Danny DeVito gave the Washington Commanders a beatdown. Danny DeVito. He don't get no credit yet. (laughs) They gave him a beatdown. They gave them a beatdown that Dallas gave them the same kind of beatdown twice. So they just were like, okay, well, we got beat down like this by Dallas, so let's beat them down like this just to get some kind of credibility back. The only way the Washington Commanders win this game, Dak tears his ACL, CeeDee Lamb, uh, um, Achilles pops. (laughs) Yeah, the whole offensive just gets decimated and the defense gets decimated. Right now. I'd say that's the only way they win this game. I just said earlier in the show, Dak just had his bad game where they played the Panthers. I think he threw for like 188 or something like that. It was a horrific offensive showing on the part of Dak. No, I think Dak only had 188. Look it up. All right. It was not his best showing. So Dak needed this that, that to happen. That was a good thing to happen against Carolina. It was a good thing. Because now you can go in and, and he's going to turn it back on. Because, like, remember when he he had it against um, the Cardinals, he turned it on. He had it against the 49ers. The next game, he turned it on. So now he's going to turn it back on. Well, I don't need him to turn it on against Washington because Washington is trash. But I do need him to turn Divisional it on. Got to turn it on. Divisional game. Weeks from now when he plays Philadelphia in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Those are the games I want him to turn it on. Because you know what? The biggest the biggest thing that everybody attacks Dallas on, every time I talk about Dallas, first thing they say is, tell me um, a, a team that's above 500 that they've won, that they've beaten this year, right? And to rebut it's that, true. I'm saying a win is a win. A win it's is true, a win. True. Yeah, winning because, a win you know what? True. because you know what? Right now, they lost the game. Week three to Arizona. All right. Game that they shouldn't have lost. That was the trash game that they all look like trash. Okay? You know who the quarterback was in Arizona. All right, bro. Oh, whatever. <laughs> We're not about to get into that. Okay. But they lost week three to Arizona. Give mm-hmm. them back that week right now, and they're eight and three. 
Who else is eight and three in the league? The Lions. The Lions. Um uh the Ravens, right? The Ravens, yeah. Uh, Eagles. Okay, all the top teams are right. Eagles aren't even three. Eagles only have one like nine and, they're like nine and one now. Oh, the 49ers. They're about to be eight, eight and three. Eight and three. If they would have had that back, all right, then uh, they're right there with them. They're okay. You're talking the same record as the Lions. Um, this, they have uh, they have a better record than San Francisco. Okay, so when when you tell me they haven't beaten anybody, I'm telling you every game matters. So they beat Carolina last week. That game mattered. The game mattered. They didn't make the schedule. They play Washington this week. The game matters. If they lose this week, we're going to trash them. But if they win this week, we're going to trash them. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I, there's nothing to be said. So I need them to bring it when they play Seattle so I can shut everybody up. I need them to bring it when they play the Eagles so they can shut everybody up. Okay, because they played the Eagles. They barely lost that game. They should have won that game. They they barely lost that game. Dak did outplay Hurts. Okay. I'll give you that. And 100%. if they had won that game in Philadelphia, you wouldn't be able to hear any of that shit. So now they got to come to Dallas in two weeks. That's what I need him to throw 350 yards. All right. But you know what? Even better than Dallas. How about the eight o'clock game? Mm. They played each other. You know, I was watching um uh Richard Sherman. Sherman, thank you. I was throwing a blank on his last name. Richard Sherman talking about the last time they played on on Thanksgiving. And he said he caused a lot of trouble because he was eating because he won player of the game and he was eating some turkey after the game on the logo um because they were playing in san francisco <laughs> okay and everybody jumped on their case right so they said that they were gonna um that this is payback this is payback time because now they're playing in seattle so when san francisco when somebody wins they said they're gonna stand right on top of the the seahawks logo and eat but you know what Say what you will. This is going to be a huge game because, again, let me bring up those uh, stats. Okay. As you, know, to... uh, you really can't see it here. Yeah. Scroll okay, down San Francisco at 7-3. Seahawks at 6-4. Okay. They got the wild card, but they're only a game behind them, man. Seahawks win this game. This is a whole different division, man. This is going to be really interesting. But if San Francisco can go into Seattle and beat it, then they're pretty much locking this up. Okay. Justin, this is your team. Tell me, do they have a chance of beating Seahawk, uh, San Fran? I mean, it's a divisional game, so, yeah, they have a chance. I'm not going to say, and say they don't have a chance. It's a divisional game. We've seen divisional rivals lose that should have won the game. I don't want to hear nothing from Corey, but he lost to the Steelers in week three. So I no, don't no, know. I, I'm just waiting to hear a certain statement. 
I'm, I'm yeah, waiting so. to hear a certain statement from you. Oh, you know I'm going to say it, bro. That's secondary, you It ain't going to come, <laughs> and they going to take care of it. On a real note, like Corey said earlier, it depends on how Gino come out. Gino's going to be the fact of this game, they win or not. And Gino needs to come out and hit, hit him right in the numbers, man. If you don't, it's going to be a long game. And it's going to be a long and hard game, bro. I'm not really worried about the defense side of the ball. You just got to move the ball off. And you go always say defense wins championships and blah, blah, blah. But you got to have a, defense, a decent offense if defense is going to win you a championship. That's what I'm going to say. Which means you got to move the ball. You got to learn how to move the ball. Oh, San Francisco wins this game. Look, Seattle struggled against their will. Baltimore beat them up. They struggled against the Bengals. They struggled against the Giants offensively. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about just offensively. They struggled against the Giants. They just lost to the Rams. They struggled against the Rams. The Seahawks, like I said earlier, now that there's tape out on Geno, the offense begins to struggle against good defensive teams, teams that can actually play defense. And we all know San Francisco can play some damn defense. Purdy last week, 333, three TDs. He's been doing these kind of numbers all season. Nobody wanted to talk about him. They only wanted to talk about Purdy when he was losing, and he was still putting up good numbers. The Seahawks are in, in for a time of their life playing against the San Francisco 49ers who are trying to get back into that number one seed. So they are going to do the best they can to go out there and win this game and with the addition of Chase Young, Nick Bosa has now started to get some sacks because he was being double teamed all season long. Hurrying the Q he had the most QB hurries. Now he's getting some sacks. They can't double team him that much because if you double team one, the other is going to go off. Seahawks are in for some trouble. They've got to get a run game going. They've got to get quick passes out because they do have quick receivers if they want to contend in this game. And on top of that, CMC is back to scoring a touchdown in the game now. He's, he didn't score the prior week. He scored this week. He only week. had one game off. Right, but he had that record. So he's back scoring a touchdown, and I think he's going to continue again. This is going to be a rough game for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. I don't we will find out tomorrow night at 8.30. Last game I want to talk about this week, and, and not that it's going to be the best game of the week or anything, but simply because of the fact that it's uh, the game on Friday. Friday night game. First time, night game. we got a Black Friday game. And to me, it's an important game, and I'll tell you why. The Miami Jet games growing up to me were always rivalry games. Dan Marino against Ken O'Brien. Um... These are like legendary games that I watched. It was more the Jet defense against Dan Marino. <laughs> more, you know. And so I've been talking all year that the Jets have an outside chance because of because of the strength of schedule. But I've already given up. The last week's loss to the Bills got me like I'm done. But they did bench Zach. Wilson, finally. About damn time. About, About damn time. Damn time. Way of saying it. Hold on. You said it. 
Dang. About damn time. Been saying it for weeks, time. boy. Tell Very that man, stay home. Put a boot on his car. Don't come in. Call yeah. out. Do what you got to do, bro. Don't come in. Again, this is another team that they lost. And they lost their shot at the wild card because Rodgers is about to come back. But it makes no sense for him to come play this season. Now, why even risk it? Rest. Come back next season. Because the team couldn't get you the wins that you needed to to have you close enough to a wild card for you to push them over the top. They're too far out. There's too much that has to happen for them to make a wild card. There's no reason to risk it. Um, but but this happened on Halloween again by not making a trade. Okay. I get upset because when I look at the other teams in the league, Vikings lost Kirk Cousins right before the trade deadline, went ahead and pulled the pulled the trade of the year. And I said it at the time that Dobbs was going to be a big trade. Why? Because they weren't letting the, this fall out. And if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right now, Minnesota is still holding on to the number seven spot. Which means they're in the which means they're in the playoffs right now. They're still holding on to the wild card. They didn't throw this season away. You lost Aaron Rodgers on week one. You could have went into scramble mode and went and grabbed yourself a quarterback. At the time, you still had Carson Wentz available. Um, maybe you didn't know about Dobbs. Nobody did. <laughs> okay? So we're not going to count Dobbs. We're not even going to talk about that. Okay? But all the other players that are available, um, whether it's Flacco, who I'm not agreeing with, or um, whether it's Carson Wentz, or whether you could have gotten a trade to get somebody from somewhere else, you should have done that. Okay, you should have made that happen right there on week one to not throw away your season. But instead, you put the ball back in the hands of your backup quarterback who you had already given up on last season. Remember what I said the first season you throw it away? Okay, first season we throw it away. His second season last season, that's when you got to actually see who he was. And what, what you told me as an organization is that you didn't have faith in him anymore because you benched him at the end of the season. You said, you know what? He's not our guy. And then you went out and you got Rodgers. So when Rodgers gets hurt, you put the ball right back in his hand. The man that you already told me was not the man. And you didn't go out and, and go get somebody right after that injury. You should have went and grabbed somebody. Carson Wentz should have been coaching. I mean, he should have been quarterbacking for this team, if nobody else. Because at least then you can say, I tried. That was my rant. I had to get it out. The, I, had to, I had to get that out. I was going to say, you're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Because I'm pissed off about that. Because I have come to a, and the realization that the Jets are not going to. They have no matter what strength of schedule. I don't care what happened. They have to win out. And there's no way they're going to win out. I told you that. Well, I, I don't think the Dobbs would have been available. For the fact that Arizona still had Kyler on that the the pup list, so I think the Dobbs trade happened right at the trade deadline because they knew Kyler was coming right back in after like a week or two. So 
they were okay with that. And they got more out for Dodds because he got to play and people got to see how he played. And he it wasn't like he was playing bad. Uh, I agree, though, they should have went and grabbed somebody else with you that, okay, you benched the kid last season. You know what you've got with him. You know what you've got. Aaron goes down. You know what you've got. Go look for somebody else to fill the void. Don't give him the chance. Don't. It's so sad to say you wasted a pick, a first round pick on this kid off of one pro day throw. One pro day throw. And he jumps to the top of the the heap. You wasted that pick. So, um, yeah, man, you should have went and grabbed somebody else, to be I honest. Like, I don't like talking about that pick, bro, because I was mad when he drafted him. I said that we couldn't have Justin Fields. And it's, it's <clears throat> that it, I'm very upset at that draft. But if you draft Justin Fields, you don't get Aaron Rodgers. You know what? But it doesn't matter that that whole class. You know, it's like okay, the kid gets drafted number two overall, first round pick. If he would have been a season prior or a season later, um, um, sooner. He doesn't go in the first round. He don't go in the first three rounds. Okay, you put him in the same class with <clears throat> where you had like Trevor Lawrence. He doesn't. He come on, man. He doesn't go anywhere near that. Um, that first round. You put him in Joe Burrow's class. He doesn't go that oh, way. Joe Burrow had a quarterback class. His class was trash. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was him. And it was Justin Fields. And you chose a throwing quarterback because Fields ain't got no arm. Wasn't wasn't Trey Lance in that class, too? Who? Trey Lance. And where the hell is he? Playing for the Cowboys as a backup. Just in case Dak don't want to sign again. It's the only reason why they picked him up. They don't want him either. They only got him just in case Dak doesn't sign. In case Dak plays hardball, they say, well, we got Trey Lance. Because they have no intention of taking the ball out of Dak's hands. Unless Dak plays too hard with them. You know? So, the class is trash. That's why he went. So, the you know, but that's the thing. Because you're giving him all that money, because he's your number two overall, you don't want to give up on him. Give up on him, man. We, you see what he is. You can see who he is. You know. Anyway, we're gonna move on. But that game is gonna be on Friday night, and the only reason to watch that game is to see Tyreek destroy the Jets. Please tune in. <laughs> Please tune in. How many touchdowns can Tyreek score? You're terrible. Yeah. At this that point, that's good. how I feel. Okay. I didn't see that coming. From from a Jet fan. Almost my whole life. Until I got older and wiser. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen, um, let me say this now. I hope you guys all have a great Thanksgiving. Okay. Thank you. Thank Same you to you. I thank you for speaking about these games with me. Justin, you'll be over at the house. Don't don't forget the pie. Don't forget the ice cream. 
I'll be very upset if you if you forgot the ice cream. <laughs> With you, Corey, you're welcome to come if 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 your turkey is trash, come through. Okay? Nah, I, 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 we'll feed you. We'll feed you. I, I've got two Thanksgivings. I got one tomorrow and the one on Friday to go to. So I'll be all right, man. All right, all right. Ten four. Ten four. Yeah. Gentlemen, your parting shots. Let me start with you, Corey. Go right ahead. Hey, sorry about the interruptions, everyone. Uh, technical issues are getting straightened out. But thank you for watching again. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Mo, I wish you were here. You know, this is the best crew out there. The guys, they get on me, whatever it is, what it is. Because they, they got to look at somebody. That's why I'm the genius. I'm the brains of the operation. Oh, I'm saying. I'm but uh, thank you, everybody. <laughs> you know, Justin. Yeah, man. Uh, like, comment, subscribe from the hip podcast, bro. We're here every Wednesday and Saturday, man. Giving you just consistent content, biased content, and factual content, man. Listen, uh, we love doing this. It wouldn't be possible without you guys. I hope everybody out there has a happy Thanksgiving. And just tune into our Saturday show, man. And uh, yeah, man, keep it football and keep it from the hip, bro. Well, folks, thank you again for watching. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. So, as always, let's keep it football. Let's keep it from the hip. Thank you all. Later, everybody. <laughs>